Our communion meditation this morning is from Ephesians chapter 2. So please turn there. This is part one of a three-part meditation on this, uh, the last half of Ephesians chapter 2. We'll be reading verses um, 11 through 13. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come before you humbly asking for your revelation. Guide us by your spirit into your truth. You call us to remember many things from your word today. We're asking you to help us to think rightly about the church and how your grace is doing what it said it would do. Blessing not just Israel of old, but all nations. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, our, our purpose today as we approach the table is to think about where we were and where we are. And specifically today, that we think about us as a group and the lineage that we have as Gentiles. Because at one point, we as a whole group of people were not in God's family. But now, things have changed. Well, a little background on Ephesians chapter 2. The first 10 verses are pretty familiar to us, they're very famous, and they, and they deal with personal salvation, how we are saved, dead in sins, saved by grace, saved to good works, a wonderful, glorious description of how we are saved personally. The second half of Ephesians chapter 2 may not be as familiar to you. It continues along the same lines of salvation, and there's many similarities, but there's also a distinction. Verses 11 through the end of the chapter are dealing with God extending His grace beyond the Jewish people, and in a real sense, saving nations. So we often think about our individual salvation, and that is primary, and that is a wonderful thing to do, but here we're going to see we're also commanded to think about ourselves as saved as a group. So let's read verses 11 and 12. Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. This is where we were. And I say we because we are, along with the Ephesians, in the lineage, in the heritage of the Gentiles. 
So we're told to remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh. Now, for the Ephesians, this is not going to be too hard to remember. They understood that distinction. They saw it in the town of Ephesus. They knew people who were in the commonwealth of Israel and who were not in the commonwealth of Israel. That was an easy distinction, but, but we're somewhat separated from that. So how do we remember that, that we were once Gentiles? I'm up for suggestions on that. One way that I think is helpful for us is to look at the history of Europe before the gospel. Look at what they did, and you're going to see idolatry. And, and, and that's where we would be. We would have perhaps more advanced idolatry um, beyond Stonehenge or whatever, but we, we would be a nation of idols still. So God wants us to remember this, that we were grafted in to the church. We weren't always in the church. We get the reminder of that in Romans, and just recently we, we've got the reminder from the preaching on Revelation, the new Jerusalem, the gates. The gates there are named by the apostles. Another reminder, God wants us to remember that we have not always been part of the church. We should remember that. Verse, uh, verse 12 says, At that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise. We went over this not too long ago in our family, and uh, when we got to this, Lydia asked, Daddy, what are aliens? And it's very hard not to think about people from space, but that is not what's in mind here. And of course, it's, it's unbiblical in many ways. No, Aliens, we, I think we said, are, are people that don't belong there. They're, they're strangers. Now, this is not some type of mistake by God. This was deliberate for him. It was according to God's plan that, that n- not until the fullness of time would God's grace go beyond the Gentile nations. Not until the fullness of time would the Abrahamic covenant be manifested in its glory. Calvin points out that the apostles were forbidden while Jesus was still in the world to carry the gospel to the Gentiles. Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 and 6. These twelve Jesus sent out and commanded them, saying, Do not go into the way of the Gentiles. And do not enter a a city of the Samaritans. Remember that later. Do not enter a city of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. That was their commandment. That was their restriction. And that's where we were. Strangers, aliens, no hope, no promises. That was us. But there's a turning point. After our Lord was ascended, He sends His Spirit down, and and we get a sense of what's going to happen, of course, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. 
Let's read on. Verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So we are saved and reconciled to God by His blood. And this is a a great truth. But don't miss the extent of this. He's speaking to us, to them, and by extension to us as Gentiles. So not only are we saved from God's wrath, we are saved to God's family. And it was a costly thing to do to bring us into spiritual Israel, to bring us into the promises by the blood of Christ, but He did just that. Well, as we come to the table this morning, please contemplate where we were and where we are, and, and maybe this will help. When the Lord instituted this table, there were no Gentiles at the table. But He knew that there would be. And His plan was that Gentiles would join Him at His table, and thankfully that's where we are today. Let's pray. Dear Father, we would still be apart from you as a whole group of people had you not decided and made a way otherwise. Help us to remember that we collectively, who were far away, have been brought near to you. We thank you for grafting us into your church, spiritual Israel, And we praise you in Jesus' name, amen.